Okay, that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and do remember to check out our Instagram at Fancy Leather and you can head to our website fancyableather.com as well as check out our TikTok Fancy Leather, which has some new videos on now. That's right, we're back on our TikTok game, so check it out and stay tuned for our new episode next week of Small Talk. Have a good week. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. How are we all doing? We are back at it again. Back to guest episodes. Finally, my life is feeling like it has a little bit of structure and routine to it again. I am riding the supply teaching wave at the moment. Um, It has been a draining, anxiety-ridden experience, if I'm being totally honest. Um, But yeah, that's life. I'm still living it up with job applications. So that's fun too. And recently I started watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills again. I know, what a life update. But I'm also reading again too. So, you know, it's all about balance in life. And I caught up on Chesapeake Shores, which I started recently. And now I'm like really caught up. And I'm really sad because I think there's like one episode left before they're like finished forever. And I don't know how to handle that. Be my constant in the last like month. So yeah, that's a little life update, I guess. I'm working at a nursery just now, which is um full on, but it's it's interesting, it's fun. Have a cheeky day off today for the bank holiday. If you don't know why, then I don't know if you've been living under a rock. I did enjoy my lion. I did not watch anything on the TV to do with the funeral because personally that's not my jam. But anyway, moving on. Um let's hop into my small wonder of the week. So I feel like autumn is here, everyone. I'm saying it. It is happening. It is the nearly the end of September. It is autumn time. I love autumn. It probably is my favorite season. Although I like to say it's winter because that's when my birthday is. But really, I think autumn is my favorite season. Um, autumn has my favorite weather as a season. And I really live for like sweater weather. And I really live for like jumpers, cardigans fireplaces, tea, reading, uh, just all those things, Taylor Swift, you know, all the autumnal things you can imagine. So I am saying that my small wonder right now is big cardigans. Speaking of Taylor Swift, actually, my favorite cardigan to wear is this like oversized red cardigan. And yes, was it overpriced? Absolutely. However, I literally wear it all the time around my house, sometimes to work. So I feel like it was worth the money because I'm obsessed. It's so cozy. It's so comfy. It is super oversized though. Not really a fashion statement. It's more of like a comfort statement and I'm really here for it. So that is my small wonder of the week is big cardigans. So up next is what I'm engaging with. I mean, I did actually just list off a bunch of things in the intro, but we're going to, we're going to keep rolling with it. So I recently finished Book Lovers by Emily Henry and I loved every single second of it. I'm really back on my reading grind and I couldn't be happier. And it was so good and I highly recommend reading it if you haven't. I'm going to give you the synopsis that is online. I did read it on my Kindle because it was when I was traveling and I'd finished my only physical book and I wanted to keep it. So I couldn't like get rid of it. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I didn't want to swap that book for another book. So I had to get books on the Kindle. Um, And honestly, it's kind of a move. I'm here for the Kindle. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I do wish there was something not Amazon related, but 
I have not yet found that. So, book lovers. One summer, two rivals, a plot twist they didn't see coming. I'd like to point out, obviously, that this synopsis gives away most of the plot of the book. Um, I don't think it actually, uh, obviously, it doesn't technically spoil the book, but it is kind of one of those books where you know what's going to happen, but that's kind of fun sometimes, you know, because sometimes life's unpredictable, so your book doesn't need to be unpredictable too. Anyway, back on track. Nora is a cutthroat literary agent at the top of her game her whole life as books. Charlie is an editor with a gift for creating bestsellers and he's Nora's work nemesis. Nora has been through enough breakups to know she's the one men date before finding their happy ever after. To prevent another dating dud, Nora's sister has persuaded her to swap her city desk for a month's holiday in Sunshine Falls. It's a small town straight out of a romance novel, but instead of meeting sexy lumberjacks, handsome doctors or cute bartenders, Nora keeps bumping into Charlie. She's no heroine. He's no hero. So can can they take a page out of an entirely different book? So that is Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Highly suggest checking it out. Staying on that theme, the um, small business of the week is this business called Threaded by Sabrina, which have they have their own inst- um, their own website. Sorry, they also have an Instagram, which is just threadedbysabrina.com. And it's your go-to place for bookish merch. And they actually just really released um book lovers related merch so they have the they have two different crewnecks for book lovers they also have lots of other books on there i'm still waiting for them to hopefully put the seven husbands of evelyn hugo on because that would be my dream come true but they have lots of colleen hoover books on there and some of like daisy jones and the six and um other popular books at the moment so yeah check it out so like i said it's threaded by sabrina and you can't go wrong i feel with these these pieces because they are stunning and it is sweater weather like i just said so now for our poem of the week so our poem of the week this week i found on the poetryfoundation.org I've spoken about them as a website before they have loads of poems that you can read online they have a poem of the day and I just I adore them I think they're so fun it's great it's a great website you should check it out but this one is called neighbors smoke on an apartment porch owned by a mental health agency by Cheryl Luna dazed with rambling gossip their looming net of mistakes their love of rumour, they all dream arousal. They are far from indifferent. Their language bellows need. A gull darts over and behind bare buildings, shaggy forests, mountains, city streets. Trees lose leaves and one. Man insists the leaves aren't dying. After collecting outdated food at church, upswing in full euphoric Force, he's certain he's spreading world peace. Men at work lumber to dumpsters, oaks yellow, rocks trap leaves. Jehovah, Jehovah's Witnesses mouth salvation. Janice listened wishful. But today she relays her own bitter story. Laser, lazy sister-in-law fat on a couch. Quarter-sized bed sores on her ass. 
brother-in-law blind stumbling drunk hearts rigid and numb neighbors forget creep myrtle blooming pink impermanent and frantic worry hums eyes grow glaucoma blue sucking cigarettes and mumbling they stand hardy as an autumn's day's geraniums hard before winter so like i said long title it's neighbors smoke on an apartment porch owned by a mental health agency by cheryl luna and i'll have it linked in the show notes for you okay let's hop into our chat with jenna now let's go Okay, hopping in here for our charity of the week as this week we focus largely on mental health in the conversation with Jenna. I felt it was only necessary to shout out a mental health organization. So this one is Support in Mind Scotland. You can find them online at supportinmindscotland.org.uk and they are action for people affected by mental illnesses you need help you can head to their website you can also donate there or become a member they're also on youtube facebook twitter and instagram if you want to get involved you can donate fundraise or volunteer they also have news about what they have going on for them right now their different services who they are as well as different training and of course if you're interested you can also get involved with them working with them and they believe anyone affected by mental health issues deserves compassionate and expert support. So to find out more, you can head to supportinmindscotland.org.uk. They have also helped 1,500 people each week with their services. 46,000 hours have been provided in one-to-one support in the past year. And they have 2,986 hours of volunteering by people who use their services. So go and check them out and see how you can get involved. Hello and welcome to Fancy of Leather podcast. It's so lovely to have you here with us today. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Christy? I'm good, thank you. The first thing we like to do in these episodes is just get our guest of the week to introduce themselves. So please do feel free to let our listeners know a little bit about who you are. Hi, my name is Jaina. Well, my full name is Jaina, but I go by Jaina for short, just because it's like easier for people to like pronounce it. And I'm currently in Dallas, Texas. And yeah, I'm 21. I run in the morning and I love cooking and fashion. Amazing. Well, it's great to have you here with us. So as we do every week, we would love to ask you, what is your small wonder of the week? So just something that you are grateful for at the moment. Well, since like last week, I've been dealing with um, my like mental health has been declining a lot well I will say that this week it had gotten so much better and um, yeah I'm just grateful for how I'm feeling right now way better compared to last week like if you were to like yeah no I think that's important I think it's important to to be grateful for the moments where not necessarily like your happiest moments but the moments where you have more like 
um, I suppose, like peace or tranquility in your mental health, or you feel like you're on the incline with your mental health, even Absolutely. if it isn't like at the top of your game, I think it is important <laughs> to recognize like that you're on, you're on the way up. So I, I love that. I think it's an there. excellent, yeah, I think that's an excellent wonder to share with everyone. Yeah. So kind of sticking a little bit to that theme, um, we wanted to chat about like surviving and thriving in your 20s. So obviously you're quite early on in your 20s, but we can also like apply this to like pre-20s. But I do also think like a lot happens in your 20s every year. Like I think that your 20s are such a like, um, they really are like a defining decade, which I kind of, I hate that word. I hate that phrase, but it's also pretty accurate because I think it adds a lot of pressure, but there there is a lot that is going on within yeah. that decade of your life so what are some moments you've had where you've been like surviving in your 20s and what are some things that you've been you've been focusing on to try and pull you out of those like survival moments and get to like more of a thriving place uh good question good question so I'm currently living with my mom and living with your parents you know how it is yeah <laughs> we bump <laughs> we bump heads a lot but I will say that I do struggle with my mental health in my 20s. I don't struggle with nothing else but that. That has been like my only struggle ever since I turned 19. I mean, I've been dealing with my mental health, but like it had gotten worse. And I guess I started getting aware of it when I turned 19 and I started getting therapy and all that. And then I also feel rushed because I'm like, there's a lot of girls my age, especially in my culture, we're Gambians. So a lot of girls my age have been like getting married and starting mm. the family and stuff. And my mom, they've been like trying to rush me and trying to get me to, you know, find someone settle, but I feel rushed. I feel like if they let me take my time and figure myself out and get to know who I am first, I guess it'll be better for me to like move forward and find someone like I need to like make sure I'm healed fully from like all the trauma I've, built, I've dealt with and stuff so that's been like one of the struggles my mental health feeling rushed career-wise I'm still in college and yeah my mental health career-wise and relationships so what, what are you studying in college psychology Okay. And what, what interests you about that subject? How did you get into psychology? Where, why was that what you chose to go with for now? Well, when I turned 19, my therapist, she inspired me actually, because I haven't, I've never like had a talk with someone that can relate to my situation so much. Mm -hmm. And she dealt with kind of what I was dealing with at that time. And she kind of helped me get through it. Not fully, but like she was able to like get around it and help me a lot. And um, yeah, I will say that I do want to become a therapist and help other kids that are in need. Like when I was in my shoes, I definitely was so lost and had no help. And I had no one to like look up to and stuff because I'm the oldest. So I would love to set that example and be the help that other kids need in the future. Amazing. I love that. I think that's yeah. that's a great a great way to like take something that was like an adversity and and turn it into something positive. So yeah. that's that's amazing. How have you yeah. found balancing those different elements of your 20s so far? So you kind of said that you have like the 
the person the like the social relationship side and the career side and like trying to feeling pressure from like all angles like how do you find a balance in that how do you kind of stay on top of your social your social work on top of your um your college work but also like put enough time and effort into not only your relationships with like other people but also like enough time into like your own mental health and into yourself how do you kind of make that balance work for you or what what are things that you're trying to make that balance work um I shouldn't say this but I tend to isolate myself a lot to Mm -hmm. like I don't know I'm used to it at this point but I tend to do that a lot I don't know why I have yet to like make researches on why I've been isolating myself but um social wise I definitely love going out with my friends my friends they're not really around that much because they're all in like college some Mm -hmm. of them are out of state so I only get to see them occasionally which is fine um I am dating talking to someone it's going well so let's see how that goes um I like running. I run in the morning. Usually I do it in the morning ever since summer started because it's been so hot in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So that has been like, that has been a huge contribution to my mental health. Um, yeah. Running, cooking, isolating. Pretty much. Nice. I think, I don't think it is necessarily like a bad thing that you isolate yourself sometimes. I think like a lot of people need to do that to kind of recharge themselves. And I, I don't think that's something yeah. that, that is like necessarily such a negative. I think like people look at it that way a lot of the time, but I'm I'm not sure I totally agree because I think that often like you need that recharge time. It's like your your social battery can only take so much and you need time to, to focus on yourself. And I also think that um particularly when you're not doing well with your mental health it's easier in like a social setting to focus on everyone else around you and not yourself so I think like the isolation time right. crucial to your own your own growth and like awareness of who you're becoming and or like figuring out like yeah. where you want to be and things like that so no I think that's that's super cool um why do you think that running is something that that you enjoy like why do you think it does benefit your mental health do you think there's like a has it always been like that for you or have you kind of like taken to running yeah. recently or is it just like a good place for you to like figure out your thoughts? Like, why do you think it's one of those things for you that works? Well, I've been running since like high school, junior high. I did cross country and track. So running's not new to me, but then I stopped when I graduated and I recently tapped back into running again. And then I realized that it actually helps me with my thoughts. And I think better when I run. And then I listen to music while doing that as well. So running is very therapeutic to me. I don't know. I would like, I would recommend it to other people, but I would also let them try different things out to see what helps Mm -hmm. them most. Yeah, for sure. I think it's not like a one shoe fits all, right? So you spoke about it like you are dating. What has it been like dating in your 20s so far? What has your experience been? Have you like been on the apps or has it been like more in person? Like what what has that been like? I've tried apps before. Well, I've definitely tried apps. Like, but I've had bad experiences with them. So mm-hmm. I'm currently dating someone and we met in person. He is super cute. Um, 
He has a dog named Ella. She's the sweetest thing ever. Um, yeah, but dating in your 20s is very challenging because guys are age. I guess for girls, we tend to like mature a bit faster than them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like 21 and I could be dating someone that's like 23 and they're still not mentally fully prepared and mature to like, start a relationship or like mm-hmm. just do anything because I guess most guys are just scared of commitment I understand that but it's very challenging because most of them just want to just hook up and go on about their life and I don't like that yeah no that's that's very fair I can say yeah my experience of that no, been, hasn't been like, great either so far <laughs> I will oh say that I have a lot really? of friends I have a lot of friends who that's didn't meet good. like their partners through apps so I think there there is hope like I have quite a lot of friends who are in long-term serious relationships but I'm 25 so the guys are obviously older as well um so there is there is like success stories from the apps but I I do find them pretty draining as well I think it's very hard to like yeah I literally took a break and I was like well maybe I should just get back into it and then that's when I met this guy that I can talk to but nice that's so cool. Yeah. Um. So what are some other things that you do that you think benefit your mental health? Or what are things that you do when you find yourself in a place where you are starting to recognize that you're spiraling with your mental health? So obviously you spoke already about like running and um, obviously like going out with your friends, which can be a beneficial thing sometimes and isolating yourself at different times. Is there anything else that you find like really benefits you or like anything else you like to do in those moments to help yourself figure out like what's going on inside your brain obviously spoken a little bit about therapy yeah um therapy has been really expensive lately so I tend to just journal I just Mm -hmm. sit in my room journal and we have a pond nearby my house that I would just run to and journal sorry my mom just texted me (laughs) sorry but I would like run to the pond and then journal my thoughts because I, I love talking about what I'm dealing with, but it's like sometimes not a lot of people can relate to it. And all you hear is, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I hope you feel better. I love that, but I'd rather just deal with it on my own. Mm-hmm. And that has been helping me a lot journaling and talking about it within myself. It helps me just navigate my feelings and thoughts and know how I'm feeling. And I also like to have this chart where I just get to just compare how I'm feeling compared to yesterday and today um journaling has been helping me a lot and do you so you have a chart that you use do you have any other kind of prompts that you use for journaling or do you prefer to kind of do like uh what is that called like a a brain dump where you just kind of write out everything and just kind of get everything off your mind or do you like to find like questions on Pinterest and stuff and kind of like get like write like that what is your preference when you're journaling my prompts go off of how I'm feeling usually like I could wake up one day and I'm feeling my my lowest I would say Mm -hmm. and the prompt could just be feeling my lowest and I would just like dump my whole thoughts on the page it could be like two to three pages okay so it's kind of more of like a just getting everything on the page style yeah Mm -hmm. 
Cool. Um, what do you find to be like the pros and cons of living in Dallas? So you grew up there, right? So what have you found mm-hmm. to be like throughout your life? Or is there moments in your life where you kind of maybe didn't love certain elements of Dallas so much and now you appreciate them more? Or like just in general, what are the pros and cons of living in Dallas? For you personally. So I went out this past weekend. Excuse me. I went out to Dallas for the first time. Um, I've lived in Plano. Plano is like this suburban area. It's mm-hmm. very um, closed off and no one really interacts with people that much. Pretty much you just go to work and mind your business and come home. So when I went to Dallas, it was very social. I had a huge culture shock because <laughs> I was like, um, everyone kind of got along and it was really nice. But I will say that I wish I took advantage of that earlier because I was just always in my room and I never got the opportunity to go out and make friends and stuff. And I just started like socializing and going out more because I guess probably because I turned 21 and I started going out this year but yeah I like I thought that people weren't as friendly as I thought they were but then when I went out this past weekend everyone was like accepting and super cool and I like that so I wish I took advantage of that earlier nice I love that I think that's so great what did you find there were pros to growing up in kind of like a more suburban area I personally grew up in like a little tiny village and I I could definitely list a lot of like cons of doing so in my adolescence there was definitely pros as well which is why I'm interested I definitely grew up in the countryside and I'm like more of a city person oh cool um well I guess it's safer those are the pros it's Mm -hmm. super safe down here uh the cons are it's not a lot to do in my mm-hmm. city. Like, there's nothing to do. We have a mall. We have a strip called Legacy. That's where everyone goes. And if you go there, you're going to meet everyone there from the city because that's the only spot that we have. Yeah, so, I get that. that was always the hardest thing. was like you can yeah, go anywhere without like, someone knowing you. <laughs> and then I, like, bump into friends from high school, and I'm just like, hi yeah no I feel that yeah. whenever whenever I go home it's still the same I'm like oh this is this yeah. is a small community <laughs> yeah it is nice oh, I love that though and have you had any thriving moments in your 20s so far then so what are moments that you've kind of like if you had to make a high right highlight reel of like being 20 and being 21 what what are some moments that you would you would throw in there what are some things that have happened my cooking has gotten so much better, like so much better. And you know, it's good when your mom compliments you. Like my mom, (laughs) like I would cook and my mom would be like, this is good. And you, you know, it's good when she would like try to find something negative to say about it. Like "Mm, maybe you could add some more salt. And I'm just like, you like it? She was like, yeah, I love it. I'm like, okay, cool. Like my cooking has gotten so much better. And I'm very grateful for that. Cause like I've been planning on moving out. And once I do that, I want to be able to like cook for myself mm-hmm. and stuff. So my cooking has gotten so much better. My makeup has definitely gone so much better. Cause <laughs> I was a tomboy and I never really learned how to do makeup. So cooking and makeup for sure. Amazing. What is your go-to dish? 
to make? Like if you're going to have to have a dinner party, what would you cook? Lasagna. Mm, I, nice. I love lasagna. I love um, anything involving rice. I love rice. I love lamb chops. I know how to make good ribs and, and lamb chops. Nice. Sounds like a di good dinner party. I want to go there. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Whenever you're in Dallas, just let me know. Like, I Definitely. Sounds lovely. <laughs> Perfect. So a little bit of rapid fire. So what is your favorite way to practice self-care? I like to sleep a lot. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, that's my, that's my self-care. But I also love shopping. That's my guilty <laughs> pleasure. Nice. I love shopping. That's like my way of self-care, shopping and getting away from my family a little bit. So I just get away for a little bit. Because it do get a little hectic when you're around them 24-7. I bet. So then next, what is your go-to drink? So alcoholic and non-alcoholic. So what is like your go-to alcoholic drink and then your go-to non-alcoholic drink? I'm not a huge drinker, but I had a... Uh, I love lemonade. For alcohol, I would definitely skip that one because i'm not sure okay you're you're still you're still in the like trial uh, yeah I'm, I'm still, nice. I'm still, <laughs> still still yeah. figuring things out i respect that <laughs> do you have a favorite book right now yeah so i'm currently reading archer's voice mm -hmm. yeah by mia sheridan it's a really it's a love story but i can relate to it you know, it's funny, the character, the boy, Archer, he looks like the guy I'm dating. Because, like, when, when she, like, described him on the book, uh -huh. she said that he has long hair, brown eyes, and perfect body. And the guy I'm talking to, he has long hair, nice eyes, perfect body. So I told him, and he was like, oh, cool. So we kind of just, you know, talk about it. Nice. I love that. What is your favorite thing to do in autumn? Or I suppose you call it fall. What's your favorite thing to do in fall? In the fall? Mm -hmm. uh, I have no, I have no clue. I don't know. I don't even remember like what I did last fall. I think I was just working a lot, but I do want to have like a good fall this year. So I definitely want to go shopping for sweaters more. I barely have any sweaters, which sucks. And I love Thanksgiving. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Y'all don't celebrate Thanksgiving. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You should come here and celebrate yeah. with us. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> what is an outfit that you live in? I love tube tops. I feel like you can tell from my Instagram, but I love tube tops. They kind of just show off my collarbones and yeah, it makes it look good. And do you have a quote or like a life motto that you like to try and live by? Yeah, absolutely. My favorite quote is do good and good will come to you. Because I believe karma is real. And if you do anything to someone in a negative way, it will definitely come back to you. So try to do good and that'll come back to you. 
Amazing. And then to end off the episode, what is something you're engaging with right now? So give our listeners a recommendation. Um, so on the Geneva app, there's mm-hmm. this group chat for like Dallas girls and we have something called the hot girl run. And I think this is September the 28th. Yeah. We're doing a little give back to the community. So we're posting free therapy to children that dealt with abuse and stuff like that. And we also go on runs, not, not runs, but we go on hot girl walks. Uh I'm also involved. Yeah. Involved in a group, um, a book club. So we meet at least every Tuesday in the morning on zoom. And then we just talk about the books that we're currently reading and stuff. So it's pretty cool. I love that I'm engaged because I get to meet a lot of girls and make friends through the group chat as well. Amazing. I love that. And then finally, can you shut yourself out? Let our listeners know where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is J-E-N-A-B-A-A. And yeah, just follow me on Instagram. I'll follow you back. I have Twitter. I don't get on it that much. It's more of like a photo dump Twitter. I can dump all my pictures there just in case I lose them. <laughs> but I have TikTok as well. It is J-A-I-N-A, J-A-I-N-A-A. So it's Jaina Jaina with two A's at the end. Perfect. Well, I will have those linked in the show notes as well so that people can click on them there just in case they missed that. And thank you so much for coming on today. It was so lovely to chat with you. Thanks. No worries. And to all our listeners at home, thank you for joining in today and listening. You can listen to a new episode of Small Talk with Naomi next week, and then we will have another guest on the week after. So stay tuned for that. See you later. Thanks for having me, Christy. No worries. Hello and welcome or welcome back to Fancy a Baller podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty Taylor. Today we are chatting with Jaina all about prioritizing your mental health. But for now, let's hop into our intro. Mm-hmm.